and welcome back to another edition of our WebEx Partner Podcast. We are now on episode 14 with UMA, our Solutions Plus ecosystem partner that connects technology and employee experience. Without further ado, rejoining me as my co-host is Kevin Adamson. Kevin previously worked for Tropo before it was acquired by Cisco in 2015, following which he has spent eight years at Cisco and is currently leading the WebEx ecosystem partner program. And let's welcome our guest for today, Stephen Milner, is the founder and CSO of UMA, a company that specializes in workplace solutions. He is an expert in the video collaboration space and has helped blue chip organizations create functional, beautiful, and sustainable workplaces. Now, let's get started. Welcome to this episode of the podcast, Stephen. Great to spend some time with you today. Uh, let's start with giving our listeners a little bit of background on you. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Anything else you might want to add into there? No problem. Thank, thank you for having me, uh, guys. It's a, it's, a, it's a great pleasure. So my name is Stephen Milner. I'm the CSO. I'm the founder, as Taryn mentioned, of a business called uh, UMA. We specialize in workplace technology. I'm actually based in Halifax in West Yorkshire, so in the north of uh, England, uh, surrounded by lots of moors and cold weather and uh, rain and grey. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's where I am at the moment. Right, sounds good. Yeah, it's uh, UK is known for its rain, so I don't think that's exclusive to uh, to Yorkshire by any stretch. But so, Definitely. how did you get into the technology business? Has it always been something you're you're interested in? <laughs> Not really, no. So actually, when I left school, I trained as a chef um, and um, I kind of didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I joined the army straight after training as a chef and did seven years with the forces. Um, and then when I left the forces, um, I fell into a, a sales job uh, and just sort of got a real passion for technology at that point. And I um, went through the path of training myself in um, emerging technologies and got myself into it that way, really. Uh, so completely left left field really never never thought about it and and just did it interesting uh yeah so a lot a lot of that happens i think these days as well that uh it, it's less about being born and bred technology but uh it kind of kind of comes along in some part of your cycle okay so what what's your morning routine look like you're clearly back in the office from yep. uh from from what i can see so uh is the hybrid thing uh an approach you're going with right now yeah absolutely um so my morning routine Sorry to disappoint anyone on this podcast that wants to hear me say that I get up and I meditate and I run and then I drink lemon water. Um, I've tried these things and read lots of books and I'm not saying it's not the right thing to do, but it's certainly not for me. So mine is quite simple. Alarm goes off at 6am. I get out of bed after I've snoozed twice um, and then I'll jump down, have a cup of coffee. Um, I'll then go back upstairs, get dressed um, and then take the kids to school. That's my kind of morning routine. I'll, I'll drive to school, drop the kids off at two different schools uh, and then I'll head into the office for about quarter past eight-ish. Um, I'll then have another coffee and start checking through Twitter, LinkedIn, kind of social posts and getting myself ready for the for the day. So nothing majorly exciting. I'm not a morning person. Most of my, uh, most of my stuff's done from sort of two, three o'clock onwards in the afternoon and into the evening. Sounds good. I'm sure uh, lots of people on here will uh, will relate to something similar. So, okay, so that, that's great. So let, let's dig in a little bit in terms of Uma and the product. So um, we'd, we'd love to hear a little bit of how you founded and started Uma and how it's grown since. 
Yeah, no, no problem at all. So it was back in 2016, I, I was the um, chief information officer for a collaboration reseller uh, called ISTM Solutions. And what we were doing, we were building spaces out for large organizations, uh, medium-sized organizations. And we were kind of seeing a gap in the market for how people were reporting on their space, how they were using their meeting rooms, um, you know, whether they were needing the size of rooms that they wanted. And the technologies that were out there at the time were quite fragmented they were quite hard to pull together uh, and you needed to spend a lot of money and we just knew at that point there was there had to be a way for us to make this easier more scalable and um, we kind of then set off on the journey to looking into that as a bit of an R&D company off of the side of our, our primary business we then found there was a way um, and we started um, to, to build that product out uh, and then we moved into the realms of um, uh, distribution and reselling the product uh, in around 2019 um, and um, yeah we, we saw that gap as we were kind of building these rooms out we we, we decided that we were going to look at ways of making things easier for for customers so did you see a uh, a slowdown in the pandemic then as people kind of left the office and went home and now it's coming back again or was it kind of a at that 2019 period was just kind of around about that time right yeah, it was it was a, a very weird time. Um, you know, we, we kind of we launched, we were ready to go and, and then people started to go home. And, you know, we, we have that hybrid work model uh, and the tool that we had built w was pretty much aligning itself to that. So during 2020, we did a bit of a pivot in our product offering and we looked at how we could help retail organizations safely um, ha have sort of like people in it you know queues and and you might have seen some of the red light green light traffic lights and things like that so part of our product and with our sensor range that we work with allowed us to do that for retail stores so we kind of pivoted our product a little bit um carried on developing actually the the main product which was our our workspace solution because we knew the pandemic was there but that it wasn't going to be forever at some point whether it was two years three years we would come out of it and we would have a new way of working so it was really important for us to make sure we continued on core product pivot for the here and now like everybody did um and and, and really try and you know have a specific use case for the time uh, and i think it was 2021 when we started to see an uplift back in people returning to the office and the the hybrid work world and you know what we do now is help people uh with that return to work piece excellent okay so uma, uma joined solutions plus fairly recently i think about september end of september last year i think if memory serves me right so how did uma and cisco originally get together and can you tell us a bit of the kind of story behind that yeah, our love affair is really interesting, actually. So because of the reseller world and, and, and us doing what we did in the collaboration space, we had a really good relationship across the huge, huge um, company that is Cisco and all the different areas that we were, we were kind of working in. So it was really important that we um, we kept in, in with the people that we were talking to. So we started talking with the team out in Oslo. Uh, we were working with those guys on uh, the Navigator. Uh, and when that first came out, the WebEx Navigator, uh, and we were having conversations about that. And we started to kind of build out web apps that were working within our core product, but also on, on there. Uh, and then what we did is we kind of found our way into the, 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 the Solutions Plus ecosystem with yourself, Kevin. And um, we kind of, we built the product already. That was the funny thing. Uh, we kind of built it. We, we'd spent about a year and a half perfecting it. And then we came and said, right, 
I think it was around um, August, maybe June time, we started first engaging with you guys. Um, but that was purposely done. We didn't want to come to you guys without the, the finished, tested, you know, product um and then we kind of went through that that process of joining and and yeah we launched on solutions plus in september and how's the how's the first four or so months been for you again um a great journey because what we're doing at the moment is we're finding our feet for a whole new level of contacts within the cisco ecosystem so where we were before as a reseller we were partners with account managers then we went and started talking to developers and technical and senior product managers and now we're back in that space where we're meeting and talking to a whole range of collaboration specialists from enterprise to small business to you know, networking our product fits within that 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 whole solution piece as well as complementing other solution plus partners because that's something we want to make sure that we're doing throughout this process we want to make sure that we're working together as one group of kind of uh, solution partners and um, yeah we're, we're working our way through it multiple meetings with different different geos different sort of verticals uh, it's really exciting it's really good as well um I, I i've been talking a lot more about uma since since september um so yeah it's great Great, excellent. So for, for our listeners then that want to kind of learn a little bit more about Umo, can you give us a quick overview of the product? I mean, we've touched on a few yeah. pieces of it so far, but how, how does it benefit the customer and yeah, what, what do you do there? Yeah, we, we talk about uh, the, the hybrid work model that we've, we've all come accustomed to right now. And what we do is we provide a software solution that uh, allows people to return back to the office. And we cover multiple areas of that. So we look at giving analytics and data to human resource managers, to facilities management about how spaces are being used. We have users that can book desks, meeting rooms, car parking spaces, uh, lockers, uh, anything really that is a resource that that, that needs to be booked. Um, and we, we, we give you the tools to make that happen and, and sort of return to the work safely and on, on your terms. Uh, and what we've done is we've integrated with the whole Cisco WebEx uh, ecosystem, as well as Meraki uh, and other product ranges that allows you to use the APIs and the technology that are in those pieces of uh, amazing collaboration tools to count how many people are in the rooms, to um, auto book and release the room uh, to give you that data to say these rooms are completely under occupied or over occupied uh, as well as all the iot environmental sensors that we we use to give you the understanding of how your building's almost breathing it gives it a heartbeat i like to call it because we can see people moving about freely using spaces but we can also see how the building's performing from a health and well-being perspective which is really important we can see air quality co2 levels humidity temperature noise levels uh, and we're leveraging all of that data out of the the the, the apis within the cisco portfolio yeah, that's interesting because the analytics piece of, of this whole workspace management is as important as the workspace management, right? Because without the analytics, you can't make those you know, data-driven decisions that uh, you know, facilities yeah. and folks are, are wanting to make now. Yeah, how do you make those changes? That's the the key, the key question, and and the only way to make those changes is to garner data to help you make those informed decisions moving forward, and and that's what we're, we we do. You know, the the platform 
collates all that information and then uh, the engine that sits behind it creates um you can view this data in any way you want we have our dashboard we've got power bi integration uh, and, and also we can export into csv and you can start to create your own sort of pivot tables to say look you know this is this is how things are working so it's multimodal in that way as well Excellent. So you've had lots of conversations. So what, what kind of questions or use cases are you frequently hearing from your engagements and, and some of the discussions you've had so far? Yeah, so it, there's quite a lot, actually. Um, you know, there's there's no one size fits all. But some of the main things we're hearing is how can I make my workspace attractive and get people to come back to the office? Um, you know, we have a, a an amazing infrastructure that allows people to work from home uh, to get things done but then we do need to have that space it's still there people have invested in those spaces so what what we're doing at the moment is we're helping reshape those spaces they're no longer the booths the banks and rows of desks and kind of where people want to come and work they are more open like you know behind me we've we've not got many desks but we've got lots of breakout areas with you know collaboration technology so people are asking us how can we how can we do this? We just want to make it so people come back to the office and start to feel like they're humans again. Um, and them are some of the questions that we're that that, that we're getting, um, you know, within the within the sort of the whole context of hybrid work. Uh, how it, how can I? And then it it has lots of different endings. Does that how can I question? Um, and we're demoing that on a on a daily basis at the moment. And I guess to numerous verticals, right, as well. I mean, it's not as if it's, it, yeah, it goes right across the spectrum, this technology. It's not focused in on, on any one vertical or customer base. Or... Yeah, it, it really does. And, and, and it blows my mind when I look at the, the sort of customer list and, and we sort of go from one minute we're at a charity, the next we're in a stadium, the next we're in an accountant, then we're in a pharmaceutical company. So you're looking at it going, wow, there is no real vertical. It is about space and how people are managing it. Uh, and if they're managing it in the right way, they're, A, they've got happier people coming into the office. B, they've got their investment of the, sp of the space that they've already bought covered because that's what I think a lot of people were frightened of. They were frightened of losing that that investment that they'd made in spaces. So yes, we're refurbing spaces slightly to be more, you know, collaborative, more drop down, more hotel like. Um, but we are certainly um, we're certainly seeing and if everyone wants to achieve that and create that new way of working. Good. Yeah. So what's next for the Yuma product and, and what would you like to see in 2023 for the partnership with Cisco? Yeah, we, we, so our, our, as Cisco grow, so, you know, we're going to integrate a little bit more with, with the product. I say a little bit more. It's actually quite a lot. We were looking at it uh, in our product uh, briefing yesterday. Uh, and with the we, we, our next immediate thing is we're going to be integrating deeper into Control Hub. So um, most of our integration will be authenticated in Control Hub and managed from within there, which makes that so much easier for existing collaboration and Cisco users. Um, it, it, it takes away that barrier to entry. Um, although we had a good authentication method move before, this one makes it slicker. This one makes it so much more powerful. Um, we're going to be streamlining our applications to run from within there as well. So you can choose whether you're using signage, whether you're using um, the Navigator panel, for instance, running our web apps on those uh, devices, whether you're using a visitor management kiosk on a Desk Pro or a WebEx Pro board having our interactive map on it. 
Um, so we're going to be focusing a lot more on that. But then our, our main focus is about giving the user more tools. So giving we've we've covered off the data capture. We've covered off the analytics. We think that the users need to get more information. So by introducing our user analytics, by integrating um, better management of time. So how are users working? How often are they at home versus in the office in a month? What video platforms are they using? How many video meetings are they doing a day and on what platform? And really creating an employee engagement dashboard. One of the things that we're asking, we're, we're getting asked as well is how are we enticing people back into the office? Do you have any recommendations? So there's going to be um, things like intranets built into our platform that promote things that are happening in the local area. So if I'm going into the office that day, there might be something happening in the in the community that's nearby that I can see within Uma before I book my desk and my parking space and I plan my activity day out. So the 2023 piece will be about streamlining with the Cisco product range uh, and growing that out but also creating a bigger user stack of, um, of, of features and, and benefits for those features. Let's forget the tick box on the competitors and, you know, feature one, two, three. Let's focus on benefits and how that's going to really help uh, people feel like they want to come back to an engaging workspace. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's exactly right. Too, lo too long has this been a, a checkbox exercise of just comparing features on features. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's more than that. Okay. So for, for, Partners, listeners, um, you know, Cisco folks that uh, are listening here and want to connect with you about an opportunity uh, or for a meeting with their customer, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, so we've got a couple of routes, actually. Um, I personally will chat with anyone. So LinkedIn for me. Give me a message. I will always respond. Uh, part two is we have a Ask Uma um, room on WebEx Teams if there's any uh, one that's on Webex Teams can 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 join that, um, and you could almost email us uh, as well at cisco at askuma.ai. Uh, that's a dedicated team in in Uma that look after any Cisco queries, uh, and those are the the routes in. But you know, I'm always on LinkedIn or social media, so drop me a follow and just give me a shout, and I'd be happy to happy to um, to talk. Excellent, and obviously, don't forget, folks, that uh, this uh, Uma product is on. Um... Cisco uh, GPL as well. So for those uh, partners listening, uh, you can procure it through there. Yeah, I um, okay. forgot about that there, Kevin. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> That's probably so the best so... way to get us. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to make a sale, of course, which is the which is the purpose <laughs> of this. Um, okay, so uh, let's finish with a lightning round then, uh, as yep. as we do with these uh, with these podcasts. So, a favorite holiday destination. Can I have two? Uh, you can, and they don't have right. to be in the UK. <clears throat> right. Cyprus, uh, Paphos is my absolute favourite holiday destination. Uh, we've been twice. Uh, I fell in love with it the first time. Haven't been back, though, uh, obviously since pandemic. Uh, and with that, fell in love with North Yorkshire um, because we did a lot of UK holidays, um, you know, from when we were allowed. And um, albeit I'm in West Yorkshire and I've only gone an hour to North Yorkshire, it is sensational. Uh, and breathtaking i'm always called weird and sad by my kids for liking north yorkshire but you know yeah it, do, it does have a certain appeal that's for it sure. does it does uh okay favorite hobby so uh, i i love to go walking uh, so we do a lot of walking because where we live we've got 
good areas for 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 walking and uh, and and things like that. So that's definitely my favorite favorite hobby. And also watching trash TV. If I'm being brutally honest, Kevin, I like the odd Love Island, um, and that takes me out of my uh, real life and brings me into a world of you know just just chill. Um, but yeah, walking and watching really trashy TV is kind of my hobbies at the moment. Sound okay, and I would be remiss if I didn't put in the next two here quickly. So, beer or lager? Ooh, ooh, lager. Okay. Yep, lager. And I. Yep. Fish and chips or pie and mash? Fish and chips. Easy. <laughs> there we go thanks Stephen for being part of this uh, podcast uh, I look forward to seeing where this, uh, this partnership takes us in 2023 yeah me too thanks thanks for having me on Kevin I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Uma with Stephen Milner next time we'll get into more episodes with Solutions Plus and our partners you can now subscribe to Cisco Podcast Network it's available on Spotify Apple and most streaming channels until next time Thanks for listening.